0: A winner under lights. Ready and <laughs> racing now. Thoroughbred night racing has returned to Launceston for 2023 24, and the season is in full swing. There are 20 night meetings at the Ladbrokes Racing Centre between October and April, including seven Friday nights and of course several feature meetings including tasmania's premier sprint race the new market handicap join form plus pro for pre and post coverage of lancest and night racing on Taz racing tv hosted by matt reed and duncan Dorniff. sign up for free today at Tazracing.com.au.
1: now the latest news on tasmanian racing Here's the inevitable flashing down the outside, oh the little champ's going to do them, first accused hit the front but on the outside the inevitable, dash past and won brilliantly, oh gee how good is he?
0: Dunkel after promises kept, Dunkel reeling in and the derby's his to save Dunkel won the
1: derby. It's time for Tassie time. Yes, it certainly is. And don't forget racing is back under lights in Launceston tonight. It's the second last meeting at the venue before the Christmas break. Last season's Lady Lynette winner Queenborough Flyer resumes in a cracking Benchmark 76 and it also features GG's Gemstone chasing a hat trick of wins and the well-performed muscle-up. It's a short turnaround in Tassie Thoroughbreds after tonight with the Golden Mile program in Devonport on Friday and you'll See it all on Taz Racing TV, which is the place to watch it all. Hosted and pre-hosted race coverage. And uh, you'll get to see and uh, hear the dulcet tones of Matt Reed, and see how good-looking Matt is when he is tipping <laughs> us plenty of winners in Tasmania.
0: Great to chat, Matty. I'm not my best when I'm on the radio with you, Michael, not when I'm in front of the uh, camera. I won't actually be there tonight. It's Duncan Dawn off tonight. But uh, oh, we'll be back up there next week for the conquering program. And the mail is that the inevitable will be running in that race, Michael, which is very exciting.
1: That will be a huge drawcard to see the little champ back again. So uh, that is brilliant. Uh, have they outlined what his summer program may be in Tasmania?
0: Uh, I think it's still very fluid. There, there was slight discussion. I mean, he was nominated for the new market last week. Was the inevitable, and I guess uh, calm ahead prevailed. in that um, maybe that was a bit quick after the Champions Mile. So the Conquering's 1400 metres wait for age. If they want to follow the same path as last year, it's all very proven I would have thought, so I guess the question is whether they want to do that, that would mean uh, the Tassie Stakes at a mile, wait for age next start, then I think uh, Thomas Lyons, 1400, wait for age on Hobart Cup Day and, and the hell of a street which is a mile again on Launceston Cup Day, so I mean he'll start very short in, in all those races, the inevitable, I suppose what connections need the way up is whether another trip across the water beckons and, and what that target may be.
1: Absolutely. Well, he wasn't in the new market last week, but first accused was, who's a horse we know very well, and uh, it was a, a great win, and for trainer Glenn Stevenson, it continued what's been a, a brilliant season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, on his best form, and look, we left Hobart scratching on our heads, and um, the team put a lot of work in to sort of just change things around, you know, like He's got the ability. Uh, as I said, he wouldn't have blown a candle out if got back to washing Hobart and I thought, oh, you're not having a go, mate. We didn't do anything different. We just, threw the sand dunes, through the water, the ability was there and we just hope that uh, he found his best form.
1: Well, he got him back to form because he was a bit of an upset as far as the market was concerned, but we know he always had the ability.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting race, the new market, Michael. So the main lead up in Hobart was the Goodwood, and as Steve alluded to in that post-race, um, first accused of 1-1, he was pretty plain. There was sort of only two lengths between first and last in that race. The winner was, I think, 70 or $80, hell of a night. So it was difficult to weigh up that form, and the market, and, and I was in agreement, was that Probably those coming in first up, the Alpine Wolves, the Rebel Fasters, the Turk Warriors might be uh, the ones to beat it. And they headed the market, but ultimately First Accused, he was given an absolutely sensational ride by Cody Jordan as an apprentice. She won her second new market in the space of three years, and, and credit to Steve-O, he absolutely turned First Accused around, who admittedly did start favourite in the Newmarket last year in a race that the Inevitable was in. So he's no slouch. and It's all very easy retrospectively, but no, fourth uh, overall Newmarket to Steve-O. He won three, of course, with I'm Wesley, and it does sound like First of Hughes will probably head to the Conquering where he'll have to knock off the Inevitable, which is something he mm. wasn't able to do last year, but maybe that little... Different lead up, the inevitable coming by Melbourne, and now and First Accused winning the new market. He hadn't won for a while, First Accused, so I'm sure it'll take a lot of confidence from that run, but again, it, it kind of adds a bit to that race. And the jury out a little bit on horses like Rebel Factor and Alpine Wolf, who were, were disappointing on face value, so a uh, bit of a follow-up needed there to see where their targets are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, hopefully we can get those horses back in form. We want to see them all um, taking on each other um, at the best of their ability. There's no doubt about that. Um, other highlights from last weekend or last week? Uh,
0: the three-year-old cup was I think the race of the night with due respect to the new market. We had a, a really interesting and deep mix of, of three-year-olds. We had... Uh, Doro Star, Red Spear, Bine coming through a a pretty hot Class 1, and and ultimately the race was won by Island Warrior, who's a half-two glass warrior, who's a Launceston Cup winner and a Launceston Guineas winner, so sort of suited over longer distances, and Island Warrior came from the clouds to win the three-year-old cup, which is over 1,200 metres, and and Johnny Black has kind of just hoping he can run the three-year-old table now. So he'd probably go to the trophy at 1,400 and then look to step her up in distances and maybe culminate the campaign with an oaks over 2,100. So ambitious goals for... Island Warrior, but she certainly bred to get a journey and and her win was simply sensational last Wednesday night and what was a really difficult night for punters, Michael, there Mm. wasn't a single favourite that won, I think the average starting price winner was about $13 Island Warrior I think $25 it paid, so a tricky night for punters and we'll be hoping things shoot a bit straighter, probably starting tonight
1: Well, uh, that's a nice segue because uh, are you confident uh, tonight that we can get things back on track at Launceston?
0: I am. What I will say in in regard to last week's program, it was really windy up there, and I think it played a a little bit of havoc with some of the races. Uh, Riders weren't necessarily sure where to go to get cover, and and rails in runs seemingly was a bit of a disadvantage. The wind was kind of buffeting those on the inside, which is the opposite of how Lonnie usually plays. Normally, the rail and saving ground is the place to be. So I'm hopeful with... Maybe different conditions that we can find a win tonight. And I've made my best race five, number seven, bow bun who is a newish addition to Tally for Adam Trinder. She's had four, um, three starts in the state previously, and fourth will be tonight, sorry. She hasn't missed the Cornella in any of the three three previous. Uh, she finished second last start in the Hobart Class 1, which included Island Warrior, who won the 3 Old cup that I just mentioned. Her maiden win at the start prize, she put a space on them. Second there was Lord doses who's since won its maiden, so the form's really strong, she's in a benchmark 60 tonight, so maybe a slight step up in class in terms of horses that have won more races than her but I think she's a horse on the up, she should lob on speed for Erica Bernberg and she looks really hard to beat on a night where there, there aren't a lot of shorties to pile into, I thought she was a clear standout on the program, race five, number seven, Balbun.
1: All right, and she's backable as well. So I think we're getting around about $3.40 for that race tonight. The other one that is going to obviously hold a fair bit of interest is in, in race six, and that's um, Queensborough Flyer, who's a $4.40 chance. Uh, what do you make of, uh, of Queenborough Flyer first up tonight?
0: Yeah, well, you mentioned it off the top, Michael. She's a really talented filly. She won the ladies' later than that, which is the Philly's a mares' race, the fifty thousand dollar race um, last season. I think she's a really good fresh horse, Queenborough Flyer. She's probably been placed uh, in some strange spots by Carr, who's kind of owned that maybe she uh, put Queenborough Flyer in races that she shouldn't. If you look at her last three starts, last campaign, she went to Flemington down the straight and kind of lost her way in in Hobart and Denport races. I think you can pen those. You go back through her form. She's a dynamite fresh horse. Thought she tried really well at Longford behind Turk Warrior. Uh, She does run into some really nice types. uses Gemstones, the one to beat a horse that Siggy knows really well. She's actually ridden that horse in every career start, but due to the nature of her dual licence, she trains and rides Coimbra Flyer tonight, giving Anthony and the sit on GG's gemstone. I just thought those two should be a lot closer in the market, and I actually had Coimbra Flyer, a narrow favourite, so I see plenty of value in the the 460 that's on offer.
1: In the world of greys, we've got the uh, the Hobart 1,000 heats on Thursday night.
0: We do, and a slight disappointment. We start with a positive. So the Melbourne Cup on Saturday night was won by Aussie Rocks, who's Tasmanian bred. Uh, Paul Young and Loretta McShane are down in the south here, uh, just outside of Hobart. Aussie Rocks was to be in that series, but unfortunately he's going to come out. I read, actually, on on your website, Michael, RSN, that uh, a bit of a hip injury for Aussie Rocks. But there's still plenty of draw cards there. Six heats tomorrow night. Tazzy haven't won this race since 2018 as far as the Tasmanian train dog with Leroy Rogue. And we've actually got the, the pre-post favourite with Fast Minardi, uh, who draws box five in heat six. Other strong chances are Raiders Guide and Rojo Diamond. In the first couple of heats, they both draw four. And, and probably the main interstate dogs are unleash Kalinda, draws the red in heat three for Jason Thompson, and, and Shimmer Shadow for Thomas Daly, heat five. Uh, box four so the favorites haven't fared brilliantly with the boxes but yeah six really deep heats and yeah we can hardly wait for the Hobart thousand it's one of the real highlights each year
1: and just quickly um last year the King Island uh, took all before it with the the miners rest cup
0: concept and it's back on again Yeah, they're going again, the lads. They're not short on the socials. They're always keeping us up to date with their six horses, which uh, I think they're all pretty slow, but from what I can gather, some might be a lot slower than others. Uh, Yeah, King Island, they had their first race meeting last weekend, the first of seven for the season, uh, and they're on again this weekend. It's always a good reminder to let people know about the King Island races because it's a terrific place to visit uh, for the golf, for the produce, but but the races as well, so... Kind of keep that on your radar if you're thinking about a trip down to Tassie across the summer.
1: Will do. Uh, Mate, we'll catch up next week. Thanks, Michael. Talk then. Matty Reid with Tassie Time.